Hi, and welcome to an all-new show. We are doing a project this year called the Cultural Doll Project, and my special guest host today, no other than he's lovable, he's adorable, he's nine years old, and he's ready to come steal your heart away, Mr. Mason Zaccardi. Hi, Mason. How you doing today? Good. Awesome. Alright, so we are doing a cultural doll project, and can you explain to the guests, uh, or explain to the listener, I'm sorry, what does that mean? What are you, what are you doing? Um, I'm doing a project about where my um, family ancestors or great-grandmas live. Mm-hmm. We, well, we lived in England, we were, and um, we have a whole entire book about our family. Mm-hmm. What's what's what? Uh, so, do you just come from England, or do you come from other places? What we have, uh, we have French, Irish, and England. French, Irish, and English. So, English. so France, Ireland, and England. Wow, those are uh, all faraway places. Yes. I would love to go to Ireland one day. Ooh, they have good sausage. What is that something that you learned on this project so oh, yeah. far? What's um, what's one of the things that they so eat? So one of their famous foods, I don't know what top it is, but um, is bangers and mash. Bangers and mash? Bangers? Yes. What the heck is a banger? A sausage. A sausage. So it's called what? What's the meal? What's the um, dish? It's a sausage with mashed potatoes and gravy. Wow, and and they call it bangers and mash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's also called sausage and mash. Oh, that's hilarious! Wow, that's real funny. Um, so uh, I think today we're we're gonna have a special guest. Uh, we're gonna call our special guest and see um, if we can get some information about our our English heritage, right? Yep. Yep. Um, so uh, with let's go ahead and dial her up and and put her on speaker and see if we can't get her on the line. So here, we'll use this speaker over here. So put that on the table. Just Hello? Hi. Hi, Mimi. Hi. Hi, Brandon. Hi, Mason. How are you guys? Good. Good. Wonderful. Uh, Good. We, we, have you, we have you on the air right now. We're, we're, okay. We're recording a, a, a podcast. Okay. Yeah. And, and uh, so I'm going to uh, hand it over to Mason, and he's going to tell you what we're doing today. So what are we okay, doing today, Mason? Mason? Um, the Cultural Doll Project. What is it? The Cultural Doll Project. Okay. And what is the Cultural Doll Project? What do um, you have to do? The Cultural Doll Project, i got to figure out um, where um, us to, like, read originated from yeah where we originated from that's a good word yeah so okay. our ancestors yeah. so uh, another word is is um where do i am um, where does our family tree come from when where does our family come from that's what it is well i know that my dad's side of the family comes from uh england I think my mother's side of the family comes from England, too, but I don't know very much about them, but I know a lot about my dad's side of the family. Wow. 
How do you know about your family tree? Like, what do you know about it? Well, how I know about our family tree is um, in 1898, I think, 1893, some people in our family sat down and they wrote our family history of what they knew from when the first person came from England to 1893. So they made a book about it and I have all kinds of information about many generations of our family. Wow, that's interesting. The, the, the book started from the family in 1893. Yeah, they wrote it in 1893, and it traces our family from 1630 to 1890. Wow, that's amazing. Do you know what part of England where they came from? I do. We, they, we are somehow related to the cross C-R-O-F-T instead of C-R-A-F-T and there is a castle called the Croft um, Castle in England that we're somehow related to but I'm not sure exactly um, I do know it's still there and if you're in England you can go and visit it and there's trees there that are a thousand years old it's kind of cool but I believe that um, our family member that came from England he came in 1630 and they believe he came from Yorkshire, England. Wow. Is uh, the Croft Castle, is that during the medieval times? Uh, it goes way back into, I think, 1050 was the earliest count I could find. Wow. That's yeah. incredible. It's super interesting. Yeah. Um, how did our family um, came like, to our country, America? Well, our family came with a, a, a group of Puritans on a on a journey on a ship fleet called the Winthrop Fleet. Our family came on the ship, the Arabella, and they were Puritans and they were fleeing England for religious prosecution. And it was uh, Griffin Crafts, Alice Crafts, and their daughter Hannah, and they all got on the ship and came to America. There was a, a baby that was born while they were on the boat and he was the first recorded uh, birth in the in the after the Winthrop fleet landed in America. Wow. Um how many genders of craft have lived in America? Okay. So Griffin and Alice Craft were the first generation and my you are the um, 14th generation. Whoa. 14th generation. And your mom and your auntie Faith are 13 and I am generation 12. And if you ever have children, they will be generation 15, right? Yeah. Yeah, 15. How did our family help find our country? Well, a lot of members of our family helped fight in the revolution. One of our grandfathers, uh, his name was Thomas Crafts, and he actually uh, started a little group in Boston uh, called the Loyal Nine. And they um, were upset with the taxes and the Stamp Act, and they uh, kind of had some... Uh, some protests under what's called the Liberty Tree in Boston. 
it was a big tree where they would have like protests and town meetings and things like that. And uh, he started this group because they weren't happy with how they were treating, uh, how England was treating us, the colony here. That group, he invited some people like John Adams and Paul Revere to join the group. And that became the Sons of Liberty. And the Sons of Liberty were the people that um, did the Boston Tea Party. And our grandfather, Thomas Crafts, was a member of that. He, um, he participated in the Boston Tea Party. And when to be able to sneak onto the boats to throw the tea into the Boston Harbor, they disguised themselves as Mohican Indians which is the the Mohican Indians are where you get that term Mohawk from, like how your hair was when you were little. Mm -hmm. And uh, he also helped provide the costumes for it. So he was a participant in the early, early parts of that. Then um, he was a very peaceful man. He was a vegetarian and he didn't like violence at all. He was a painter. What was his name again? Thomas Crafts. So when did the 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 S? Yeah, he it was a there. So in England we were the Crofts, C R O F T, but then sometimes we were the Crafts with the C R A I F T because O and A I were replaceable in that part of the English language. Mm-hmm. And so our ancestor that came here, Griffin Craft, they have records of his signature where he signed his name, Croft, Craft, Crafts. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. So some people still have the S, and some people have the O, and then there's us, we, or me, and I just have C-R-A-F-T, no S. Interesting. Do, do you know where the, the name originated from? Like, is it a trade? Is it... It means... It is... I do know, and I forgot. Give me one second. It means an area of land that's fenced in. Oh. Is that Which area is interesting. of land still here? Huh? Is that area of land still here? And this. Yeah, I wonder if it was a specific area of land. Oh, right. They're, it was their farms and stuff. Right. Yeah, are mm-hmm. their farms still here? Mm hmm. But there, I mean, uh, Thomas Crafts wasn't the only, oh, you know what else Thomas Crafts did? What? Um, he was, a, I was getting ready to say he was a very peaceful man, but there came a certain point that in fighting for the revolution that he took up arms and he defended Boston from the, um, from England and Paul Revere was in his regiment and he did such a good job that he was allowed to be the second person who read the Declaration of Independence to the American people in Boston, Massachusetts. Wow, and we're directly related to him, huh? Mm-hmm. So we can go to Boston, and there's a there's a spot, a historical, there's all kinds of historical spots that uh, our family is involved with. And then there's little towns all over Massachusetts and actually all over the country that our family helped found and create. Good to know. Yeah, it's interesting, huh? Mm-hmm. 
What was the type of food that they ate? Well, they didn't have grocery stores or McDonald's. So, and they didn't even really have money when they first came to America. They mostly um, got the things that they needed by trading their goods and services. And some of those goods were farming and animals. I know that a big part of our family didn't believe in eating animals. They were peaceful. But mostly, you know, fruit, what could be grown, what was available in the area. Wheat, they um, would grow wheat and they could turn wheat into cash, into money for certain things. Did you, uh, did you want to know an interesting fact that we learned about what uh, a traditional England dish is nowadays? Yes. Yes. What's it called, Mason? Bangers and mash. Do you know what Bang. that is? I don't know what it is. What is it? Sausage and mashed potatoes and gravy. Hmm. They call their sausages bangers. They call their <laughs> I like it. Mash. Yeah. Bangers and mash. Bangers and mash. We're going to have to have that for dinner. Yes, we should. That would be fun. Yeah, all together. Mm-hmm. And there were other people that fought in other regiments in the war and defended other parts of the new nation. Or the new colonies. Mm-hmm. Uh, George Washington, the George Washington, offered um, Thomas Crafts a position in his regiment and Thomas Crafts turned it down. And he ended up uh, just staying in Boston and, and helping found the town and establish the co- uh, new America. So uh, Griffin's craft was the first family to come over? Griffin and Alice and Hannah. Yep. They came in 1630. Dang, 1630. And at 1630 they came over. And do you know where they came from? Yes, we believe they came from, what did I say it was? Yorkshire, England. Oh, they came from Yorkshire. Okay. Mm-hmm. We believe so. Wow. Well, Mason, people- we got some good information. Mm-hmm. What do you think about your family? A weird and cool at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's interesting to think of these people that were before us but shared the same DNA and but from like hundreds of years ago. Like thousands. Thousands of years. Yeah, and that's just one part of the family. That doesn't count my mom's whole side of the family and then your dad and his parents' whole side of the family. It takes a lot to make a Mason. Mm-hmm. Oh. And Fernando's side of his family. Right, and that's totally different. One thing I do want to say, Mason, is we're very lucky that we know the family history. And the only reason why we know that part of the family history is because those people were wealthy and could keep track of it. And a lot of people don't know that, but it doesn't make us any more or less American than anyone else. What a wonderful point to make. Well, we love you, Mimi. I love you, too. We thank you you so much. I cast you, too. Tell Jordan hi. We will. Be good babies. Right. Bye. 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 Thank you. See you later. Well, so that was a really good uh, interview. Yeah. What was your favorite thing that you learned? That, um, um, Thomas Kraft got a met like George Washington. 
Yeah, he was part of the the Loyal Nine and uh, was down there in Boston, Massachusetts during our revolution. Yeah, I can't believe he declined something from the first ever president. <laughs> Pretty crazy. Yeah. All right, well, there you have it. Another, uh, well, not another, but well, the first. first yeah. Yeah, it was really good, man. All right, well, peace out, and, and we'll we'll uh, we'll do this later. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.